Remember, you are not a sinner. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Baby FM is back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend.
I'm generally not a modest man, and that's why we started the uh, episode off with a song by myself. It's, uh, well, myself under the guise of And I Look to Behel the Pale Horse. It's called The Sarcasm They All Hate, and it's from my most recent EP, Kangalusuak. Lusiak? Lusak. I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's my album, for fuck's sake. Anyway, look, we're back. It's been almost, what, 10 months since the last episode, which was the last Christmas episode. And I woke up at 5am this morning, and I was like, ah... Oh, getting sort of close to Christmas now because, you know, the adverts are on TV. Probably should do another episode before we come around to the next Christmas episode because we're quite stupid to have the... what's the word I'm looking for? Sequential? I think sequential is the right word. The next sequential episode be just another Christmas episode, so, uh, yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, I've got this amazing new song which I need to play for everybody. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll think about putting together an episode. And then I uh, switched on my computer and I realized that after the last episode that was a proper episode that I make, I made, I actually put together all the songs for the next episode, which is this episode. So I've deleted some of the ones which I'm bored of now, uh, put in some new ones that I've found since then. And yeah, we should be ready to go for this episode. Well, of course, when you listen to this, we will be going with it. So therefore, it will have happened. And rather annoyingly, whilst I'm speaking, my phone has binged. So you probably will have heard that. But I'm not going to delete that because I've just done a rather successful segment. So we're just going to move on, go straight into a song. Well, into a song. I don't know why I say straight into a song because we just always go into a song. Anyway, the song, and it's going to be called Co-Conspirators by the band Maybe She Will. Uh, big fan of this band, don't have much of their stuff, but they are very good, 65 Days of Static, Explosions in the Sky, Gods and Astronaut, that sort of stuff, very nice, let's listen to this. Come on. 
just hate how it sounds Even though I know I don't wanna know Yeah, I guess I know I just hate how it sounds If I traded it all If I gave it If I traded it all, if I gave it all away for one thing, just for one thing, if I sorted it out, if I knew all about this one thing, wouldn't that be something? If I traded it If you're wondering why I sound so shit, it's because, well, I've got my first cold of the year. Or maybe, no, wait, first cold of the season, yeah, that. So, yeah, I'm not sounding great, and obviously I still haven't got my microphone properly sorted out yet, which is why I also sound a little bit warbly, so the two things together are making me sound awful, so thank you for bearing with me. Um, I would recommend you just maybe just skip through my voice parts to the bits where I'm playing music, because that's generally fairly decent quality. Anyway, following up the uh, very nice Maybe She Will, and that's Maybe She Will, No Spaces, all one word, um, was the band Finger Eleven and their song One Thing, which is a fairly obvious name for a song title, I guess, but sometimes you have to have an obvious song title because you're just too unimaginative to think of something else. You know, a lot's happened since we were last on the air. Uh, as I say, it's been about 10 months. Uh, we, we had what, an Olympics, um, I think there was there was a cycling race, best cycling race in the world, and that's just sport. Uh, what else do we have? Well, that's actually pretty much all I can think about really. I'm sure there was something must have happened somewhere that was of importance. Um, yeah, I don't think of anything. How, how was everyone's summer? Was that good? Apparently summer's finished now. Not really a fan of summer myself, kind of do prefer the cold weather. Uh, I probably should put my phone on silent, really, because otherwise it's going to keep happening, because I'm currently trying to organise uh, the ABFM, well, I'm going to say ABFM, it's actually just our new household pie, and so people are texting me, trying to get information about that, demanding to know why it's midweek. I will tell you this, it's not my fault that it's midweek. I wouldn't have put it as midweek. Also, teachers suck. Thank you. 
So, Jesus Rides the Subway by, I believe they're from New York, band Vader, Vader, another one of those names that I just no fucking clue how to pronounce it because they've got stupid letters in there from uh, I sometimes wish that PR people would get in touch and say this is how you pronounce this band's name, album, or song title, just because sometimes they just make it hard for, for people you know, like me trying to spread the word about them. Anyway, should we have some news? Because well, we've not had news for quite a long time, and you know, if, if you only count as if you only count on ABFM as your only news source, then uh, you're maybe a little bit behind the time. So let's get right into that. Now, I do remember last year, uh, 10, 11 months ago, when we were doing the news fairly regularly. I think it was. Um, we were doing a thing where we were just using different news outlet theme tunes, but. I can't really be asked to go looking for a new theme tune, so we're going to stick with this one that I have saved in my uh, folder, which is the communist theme tune thing called Vremya, and I actually quite enjoyed that one, which is why it's been saved, so we'll, uh, we'll just use that one for now. We'll see if I can be bothered to go look for some other ones for the next episode. But yeah, let's do some news. First up in the news, before we head to Iceland, it should be noted that I uh, went and found a microphone. Uh, it's one that I completely forgot that I had, so audio quality is better, although there is a bit more background noise, so you know we can either have that or the better me, and I prefer me, so that's what we're going to go with now. Um, right, yeah, Iceland. Uh, the Central Bank of Iceland, which is Sedlabanki, has said that the country's economic recovery has significantly reduced risks associated with investment in Iceland. The news came late last week via the Sedlabanki Financial Stability Report, which said that the bank would continue to protect the North Atlantic economy ahead of the removal of capital controls that were put in place following the 2008 banking collapse. Uh, however, this report has said that the Icelandic krona might see continued instability over the next three years as Iceland must pay off a large amount of foreign loans. Related to this story, Icelandic officials are readying the country to phase out the krona once the current capital controls have been lifted. Katrin Juliusdottir, Iceland's new finance minister, has said that there's a risk that while Iceland continues to use the krona, we'll always have capital controls. I'm not saying that it's impossible to abolish the controls and refloat the krona by using other supportive measures. However, in my opinion, the smart thing to do is continue working towards European Union membership and Euro adoption. Uh, in space news this year, we uh, finally got a civilian, well, NASA is civilian, so a private civilian company finally got themselves up in space. Uh, SpaceX, which is the bloke from eBay or PayPal, I forget what, but, you know, someone who has a shit ton of money from the internet, invested in space, and he's made it up into, into space with his uh, autonomous rocket. And two days ago, the 16th, today's the 18th, saw the arrival of the first proper resupply mission, from someone that wasn't NASA or Russia to the ISS, which is, you know, pretty good. Um, that follows the test run that was done several months ago, which uh, we were off the air then, so we didn't really report on that, but we would have done most likely had we have been around then. Um, also going on, obviously Curiosity Rover, everyone seems to have heard of that, that's uh, pretty cool I guess. Um, it's a big thing, up on Mars, testing shit out, digging shit, taking pictures, pretty cool. Not much more to say about that. Um, NASA apparently made it pick up a third scoop of dirt. That's the most recent breaking news. Apparently the first two scoops of dirt weren't good enough, so it's got itself a, 
the third scoop. And finally, Belkin 45G might be a Wi-Fi name familiar to purveyors of Beetlevale, but to most it's just a, a standard Wi-Fi address. However, the BBC currently has an article on their website discussing the growing trend of passive-aggressive naming of people's Wi-Fi networks to try and communicate messages to neighbours without the need to go around and tell them shut your dog up or stop having sex. And they're currently looking for people to go and uh, offer screenshots of ridiculous, silly, funny, strange names of Wi-Fi's in their area. So yeah, if you know of any, then uh, let us know and let them know. And with that, you know, directing you to someone else's news, uh, we'll move on to someone else's music, because we already listened to the music that I made. And this is going to be Intellectual Ancestors Focus on Center. <laughs> start our sports news with the uh, PBR and the season is over we do have a champion it is Silvano Alves 
Uh, I believe he is the first person to ever become a back-to-back -back world champion. So he won it last year and he's won it this year. Second and third place go to Guillermo Marchi and LJ Jenkins respectively. Uh, Silvano, by the way, uh, got a 60% ride average, having ridden 62 bulls out of the 103 throughout the year. And he ended up making $1.464475 million. So that's uh, a pretty successful season for him. We'll go over to the bulls. And the top three bulls of the year were I'm a Gangster in third with a 100% buck off rate out of 57 rides, although he doesn't go top because he only had an average bull score of 45.57. Second was Asteroid with uh, three rides out of 29 outs, uh, a buck off rate of 86% there, uh, but an average score of 45.89, so that's the reason why he's up there. And finally, number one bull of the year was Bushwhacker, 38 outs, zero buck offs, which is 100%, and an average bull score of 46.46, which uh, when you think a uh, bull is judged out of 50, that's a pretty high score to have. So that's why Bushwhacker is number one for this year. In ski jumping this year, the season has literally just started. We're on the final day of the first weekend of competition. Um, currently leading is uh, Severin Freund of Germany and he has 100 points, that's a good start. Thomas Mergenstern in second of Latvia and Anders Bardell of Denmark is in third with 60 points. But by the end of today that will have changed and hopefully we'll have some uh, bigger points than that and some more familiar names in the next episode. For those who are really interested, Gregor Schlierenzauer is currently in eighth. Wolfgang Leutzel is in 11th and Simon Amman is in 13th. Not a good start this year so far, two days in, but yeah, not a good start for our uh, regular subscribers of the top table there. Anyway, moving along. It appears something's gone wrong with the uh, the Buaful website. I'm not sure what's happened, but it seems to have disappeared. Uh, so I'm trying to, my best to find uh, the most up-to-date scores and, and stuff from the uh, British University American Football League. Um, it appears the season may have just really started, uh, obviously term time is only a couple of months old really. Um, and the Bangor Mud Dogs were scheduled to have their first game of the season against Liverpool, but that was cancelled on the 4th. Uh, the next game was supposed to happen on the 11th and that does not seem to have occurred, or if it has there's no results up for it yet. Uh, but yeah, when I find out some more information, hopefully there will be some more released uh, by the time the next episode comes around and uh, we'll get to know a bit more about them. So if there's any listeners out there who know where I can get a bit better information or who can report on Bang & Bud Dogs for us, then uh, we'd appreciate that. Sticking with American football, uh, we're going to now look at the other team that we follow quite closely, which is the Milton Keynes Pathfinders, the uh, sort of more serious uh, American football team who are currently in the uh, Division 2 of the uh, British American Football Association National Leagues. Uh, they are currently in the off-season. I'm saying currently quite a few times here, but you know what, fuck it. Currently in the off-season, uh, with the new season looking to start sometime in March 2013. So yeah, a little bit of a wait there, but we'll update you as and when we get any information about that. And finally, with American football, yet yeah, there are three segments to this week's uh, American football summation. We're talking about the actual NFL coming back to London, which it has done now for several years. Uh, next year, we will have two separate games, one in September, which is going to be the Minnesota Vikings versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
And then one in October, which is Jacksonville Jaguars versus the San Francisco 49ers. Now, there were tickets on sale for uh, to see both of those games, uh, like a package ticket, but those are already sold out. Um, but we're still waiting for the release date on tickets for the individual games. So if you uh, do want to go and see that, keep an eye on NFLUK.com uh, because we might not be able to tell you about this because we're so sporadic. So just watch out for that if you do want a ticket for it. Um, if you are looking to support an NFL team and currently do not support one, then I would recommend, uh, after you consider the Minnesota Vikings, I would recommend the Jacksonville Jaguars because they have decided that they will be doing a, uh, a drive to get more UK fans uh, and they will be coming back to the UK next year and for the subsequent three years after that to try and uh, sort of make themselves the UK home team. So uh, yeah, have a look at that. Keep an eye on the website for the tickets because they sell out really quickly. So uh, yeah, there we go. That's all of the American football. And that leads us on finally to Aussie rules. And Matt has sent in his Aussie rules report, which says simply, Sydney won the 2012 grand final against Hornworth. Collingwood have signed a kid that plays basketball, not Aussie rules in a bizarro twist. So there we go, Aussie rules corner taken care of. And that leads us finally with the Sprots Report from Adam the Steamroller Baker. This is your ABFM Sprots Report, bringing you the results you didn't even realise you needed, and this week we'll be covering Canadian rules football. Now I'm sure most of you have heard of American football. Well, Canadian football is very much like that, with a few differences. Like American football, it originated from rugby, where players are decked out in protective gear and split into three teams, offence, defence and special teams taking it in turn to move the football into the opponent's end zone. Different in that there are 12 players from each team on the field instead of 11, and each team has three attempts to move the ball 10 yards instead of four, leading to a more defensively-minded game with teams more likely to throw the ball rather than carry it. The Canadian Football League, or CFL, consists of eight teams split into two conferences competing for a chance to win the excitingly named Grey Cup. The season is nearly over and we've all got Grey Cup fever over here in the ABFM Sprots offices. The big game tonight is with the Toronto Argonauts taking on the Calgary Stampeders, with Justin Bieber performing at the halftime show, I guess. I think, maybe. Last weekend, the playoff finals took place, the Toronto Argonauts booking their Grey Cup, place beating the Montreal Alouettes 27-20 in the Eastern Finals thanks to two two-third quarterly touchdowns. While over in the Western Final, the Calgary Stampeders beat the BC Lions 34-29 on the back of a dominant fourth quarter. In this reporter's expert opinion, the Grey Cup will be going back to Calgary tonight because a horse will beat a capital A in a fight every time. Thanks very much, Adam. We'll see you next time.
Okay, I don't know about you, but I am getting slightly bored of talking, and so all I'm going to do from now on for the rest of the show is just tell you what the song was, who it was by, what's coming next, and what came after that, blah, 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 blah. So let's get on with that. Following the Sports Report and the rest of the sports was True Fidelity by Twilight Electric. That is the brother of Null Sleep, so, you know, 8-bit is all sorts of in that can- in that douchebag New York family. I say douchebag, they are douchebags, but they still make quite good chip tunes, and that was followed up by what made Milwaukee famous, 
that's the band name, and their song, Blood, Sweat and Fears. Let me just double check that, I'm fairly sure that's what it was. Yes, it was, good, good, good. And so I guess we'll just have another song then. This is Gabrielle Alpin, Please Don't Say You Love Me, and this is also Conk's Pick of the Week, so uh, enjoy with this one.
So that was Dakobi Q and the reggae, mostly inspired uh, song "Hardcore Cherry Bonbon." Bonbon. Uh, and yeah, that's a, a song. Cool. Let's have another song. It's called Penguo Cat. Penguo Cat. That's a terrible thing. Why did I say that? No, the song is called Penguin Cat. Clearly, um, and it's by a band called Harbo Hydrum. I can't speak today at all. Carbo Hydrum. Carbohydrate. Penguin cap. Do do do. And so that's it, we're pretty much at the end of today's episode. Uh, hope it was worth a long wait, but yeah, there we go. It's just going to leave us with Luke's Loathe Track. And you know what he said to me when I said, hey, how about a Loathe Track? And he's like, oh, that fucking Gangnam Style song, man, it's everywhere and it's so annoying. It's like, you realise that's the most wa- most watched video on YouTube ever of all time. So we can't really play it because we don't play stuff that's generally heard of outside of what I have on my laptop. And then I found this, and this is amazing. And Luke's definitely going to load this. Uh, I just call it the Metal as Fuck remix, and it's by a band called Amnamnesis. So enjoy this one, because I really do. (laughs) 
Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Oh 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 man Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Oh 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 man Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Oh 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 man Gangnam Style Gangnam Style Oh 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 man Gangnam Style Gangnam Style I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it.
That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away.